0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 50 of the Postpartum Coach Podcast. I am so grateful you're here. If you are new, if this is the first time hearing my voice, hi, my name is Lizzie Langston. I'm the postpartum coach. I'm a certified life coach. Uh, We're going on a couple years now, and I've got three kids. Jensen has six, Amos is two and a half, and Roslyn is four and a half. I record this podcast from home. I do all my own editing, all of my own recording. It is a labor of love and uh I had postpartum depression twice after my second and third babies and also postpartum anxiety. And then um I I call it a mental health crisis in 2018. Um when I came across the life coaching tools, they were the only thing that helped me after I had tried medicine and doctors and support groups and therapy and life coaching did the trick. So I am here before you today, 50 episodes in, where you're in for a treat tonight. Tonight we're gonna take it easy and we're gonna, or today, whatever time of day it is when you're listening to this, for me it's evening. We're going to be celebrating the place that this podcast has become. We're also going to be talking about my legacy as the postpartum coach, the life coach who serves postpartum moms with postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, and beyond. So tonight I want to take a moment and spotlight a few of my clients. Okay, I'm going to keep them completely anonymous, but I want to just tell you a few little stories of how people have been finding me and hiring me because for those of you who are listening and maybe you're curious about that, you're curious, like, who do I work with? Right. And, and what do I do and how do I help them? So let me just talk to you about that leading into this episode about my legacy as the postpartum coach. So one of my clients, and again, I'm keeping all personal details anonymous she was feeling not herself postpartum. She was having a lot of night waking with panic attacks. And this was after her third baby. She'd had a pretty big gap between her second and third baby. She just wasn't feeling herself. And she literally Googled postpartum podcast, found my podcast, listened to maybe two or three episodes looked me up on Facebook, messaged me, and we had a consult set up for a few days, a couple days later, maybe one day later, and then literally hired me for six months as her private coach. So that is how that happened. Let me tell you about another client. Again, name and details are completely anonymous. She actually found me on Instagram and then the podcast. So Instagram, I'm on there at Lizzie Langston, L-I-Z-Z-I-E, L-A-N-G-S-T-O-N. So, a lot of people find me there. Maybe their friend or their sister in law is like, Hey, you should follow this girl. And then they have their baby. And again, a lot of times it's just they're not feeling themselves. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling panicky, a lot of anxiety. Maybe they're not sleeping well. They've tried, a lot of times they've tried medications or they're currently on medications, or sometimes they're like, Oh, I don't want to get on medications, but that's like all that my doctor is offering me. I have a lot of clients, I shouldn't say a lot, but I have a, two or three clients as well who have are currently actually in talk therapy. So they're doing talk therapy, but it's not getting them results fast enough. They're feeling a little urgent. And so they hire me and they're like, okay, therapy's great. I'm discovering a lot of cool things about my past. I wouldn't say cool, but maybe they're looking into their past with their therapist and they're starting to understand maybe why they are where they are but they're still not getting to where they want to be. And so like, maybe it all makes more sense. They're feeling maybe a little bit less confused or, or blindsided, but at the same time, they're still looking for real practical tools with practical application that can genuinely help them feel better like today, like yesterday. <laughs> and so that is where my coaching comes in. It is so practical. It's simple. It's something you're not gonna find in the medical system. And I'm so grateful to be amongst so many beautiful, brave women with a vision of exactly how they want to feel, but they just don't know how to get there. And that's where I am the missing piece. So I'm so excited today to delve in to this special edition episode 50. We're halfway to our first hundred. I want to give a shout out to you guys as listeners. I want to say thank you so much Truly, you guys are what makes this podcast so special to me. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends. Seriously, virtual high five. I'm going to hit the microphone. Ready? Boop. (laughs) Virtual high five with you for sharing this with your friends. I can't tell you what magic that is. The universe has this way of taking the value that I put out and and it finds the people that it needs, like right? Like the people that need to hear this, they find it. And I want to just offer that if you ever have somebody come to mind, or if you are the recipient of somebody sharing it with you, like take a minute and thank God for that. Right. And listen to that if you have a name come to mind, when you hear this podcast of somebody, even if they're not postpartum or super postpartum, right? Even if they're nine months in or a full year after having their baby, you never know, right? Why? And so I love the magic of God. I like to call it God or the universe, just kind of giving little whispers or little nudges to us, or just the inspiration enlightenment that comes to share. Okay. So I'm going to read a few reviews in a row. I want to just spotlight and highlight all of you guys who have written reviews. And for those who might be new, give you a little taste of what we've created here and what you can expect going forward. I want you to hear each other too, not just to like brag on the podcast and talk about how awesome it is here. Cause that's fun too. But you noticing that this is becoming a community. I mean, I have almost 10,000 downloads now. People of all kinds coming here of all colors, of all religions, you know, all different situations, postpartum, but also really similar in that we're wanting and looking for help. So here's a review from a listener. This is a five-star review. It's called Cassidy's first review. It was left in February, 2020. It's titled mom guilt. She said, I didn't realize how much I had been struggling with all kinds of guilt until I listened to the mom guilt episode. I need time alone after the birth of my third baby, but even when I schedule it, I tend to flake out on myself at the last minute because I feel like my kids or my husband needs me more. This podcast helped me think through my guilt and prioritize things in my life. Now I'm going to make that guilt actually help me instead of make me feel bad. Here's another review from Stephanie Cahill. It's five stars. It's titled Powerful. Lizzie is such a beautiful soul. Postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety can be so isolating. Lizzie's coaching is just what you need on your shoulder or in your earbud to provide actionable steps towards healing, to not just survive, but thrive in motherhood. The next review is titled love this podcast by mommy for president. It's five stars. She said, Lizzie keeps it real and relevant. She understands the fog and anxiety of postpartum and gives us amazing tools to work through it all. I've got another review from Sam Alam jammer mind blown. This is five stars left in April, 2020. I listened to this podcast during my pregnancy and postpartum. These tools have been a game changer for me. Each episode leaves me feeling better equipped for life and the demands of being a mother and a woman. Lizzie is articulate, knowledgeable, and fun to listen to. I highly recommend this podcast. I've got a review five stars in April, 2020 from Bailey Kikri. It's called amazing. She says, I've been listening to Lizzie's podcasts for a few weeks now, and I'm obsessed. She truly speaks from the heart and wants to help others out there. Her podcasts and advice have helped me change my way of thinking as a mom, a wife, and a woman. Give her podcasts a listen and you won't be disappointed. Okay. We've got another review again, April, 2020 from forward with joy, five stars. You need some Lizzie in your life. I don't know if i read all these. I'm like having a lot of fun. Lizzie is so relatable. She's been there and she gets it. You'll learn new, super effective ways to empower yourself through the struggle. It will change your life. So get ready. One of the most valuable podcasts on my subscribed list for sure. Okay. I definitely haven't read that review. That was so fun to listen to. Um, I've got five-star review called not much of a game player, entitled, wow. It says Lizzie is so spot on. I love her positivity and the sunshine you can tell emanates from her. She makes it easy to understand and relate to the principles and makes it easy to see how to apply it in your life. So glad I found this. And then the most recent review from McClay a, um, it was five stars. And she said, she gets it. She said, Monday, my baby will be five months old. I've recently started to struggle Monday of this week. I found Lizzie and all I can say is thank you. I've never listened to a podcast until now. She is truly amazing and so real. I love it here. Gosh, you guys, those are just a handful of the 30 and 38 reviews I have almost all of which are five stars. There's a couple one starers, like the random people who don't leave word reviews. They just put the one star. It's like, come on, if you're going to hate, like, let's hear it. What do you have to say? (laughs) So funny. Gosh, I just want to thank you all for being here. All right, here we go. So we're going to talk about, um, the vision I see for this community and specifically what makes me the postpartum coach what makes different coaching different from therapy, what I bring to the table that's different from what you can get from your OBGYN. I'm so passionate about this. I've thought about this a lot. I embody this. I feel the message I'm gonna to share today with you in my bones, so buckle up. <laughs> so the first myth I wanna uncover and the first way that I'm different in my approach and my legacy okay, as the postpartum coach here for postpartum moms is I go beyond brain chemicals, right? So one thing we hear, and it's a bit outdated now, recent research will tell you this, is that there's just a brain chemical imbalance. So it's like in the postpartum support groups, it's like, don't worry, babe, you just got to wait it out. Just remember, it's just your brain chemicals. And while I don't deny that biology, okay. And brain chemistry could play a role, only two out of nine of the contributing factors to depression. Okay. And depressiveness, even postpartum have to do with biology and hormones and all of that. The rest of what we're looking at is the way we manage our emotions, which is what a big piece of the work I do with my clients. In fact, that's like the number one work I do America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, the way we manage emotions when we don't manage them, that's what anxiety is. It's that buzzy feeling because we're not dealing with the stuff below. Okay. It's also thought patterns that make us want to, when when we're trying to control things that are outside of our control, that also creates anxiety. But the way you manage your emotion is just as important as your biology. And so the unfortunate part, right, is that when we are starting to feel not ourselves, when we're coming up with a lot of emotions, when we have anxiety, when we're feeling depressive, all that your doctor's going to tell you typically don't quote me on this. Cause your doctor might be a little different, but pretty much across the board, let's get you on some medication. And it feels so straightforward and safe and like, yeah, that makes sense. But here is what's real. You guys And this isn't going to be maybe talked about by your doctor. Maybe it will be. I hope so. I don't think doctors are bad people. I don't think OBGYNs, by the way, are bad people. I have friends that are OBs that are also life coaches. So nothing against them, but they come with a specific training that's going to give them a specific way to deal with you. And I just want you to know what other options there are outside of your OBs office. So your OB is going to say, yeah, your brain chemicals are imbalanced. Here's a medication. The medications work for some people, some of the time. And the reason for that is because brain chemicals is only a teensy little bite of the story. It's just a sliver of the story. So what I bring to the table as the postpartum coach is I am addressing my work in managing your emotions and helping you be in your body when anxiety is coming up instead of be in your head, thinking about it and feeling scared about it and thinking scary thoughts, which make, you know, you're resisting it and it makes panic. I help people understand all the other things that might be contributing to depressiveness and anxiety. And I specifically tailor that through my experience and my breadth of knowledge in the postpartum sector. Okay. And motherhood. And so what that looks like is I'm talking to you about loneliness. That's probably latent. And you probably haven't even given it the time of day because there's so much else going on in your body. And because frankly, we sometimes feel startled or blindsided and we feel urgent about our, our anxiety and our depression. It's just so unfamiliar, but I help women confront feelings like loneliness or regret about having that baby disconnect with their spouse or their, their baby Okay. All these things that we don't really want to look in the face. And oftentimes we subconsciously don't look them in the face. And so I have a keen eye and a sense and an awareness again, through my experience coaching moms, and also through walking through this path twice myself to be able to bring that to the surface. And I do it at your level. I love that. I don't have a bajillion degrees. I love that. I know just what I need to know. And I've honed in on the most effective tools to not waste time and like take you through Oh, here's, here's what the textbooks that I read say about this. And here's what my professor taught me about this. And here's what the pharmaceutical company can offer you with this. It's like, we just we just take it down to the bare bones. And I love that I can get mom's results so quickly. And I think a huge part and what I want to say for number two here is just the trust, the people factor. I am a warm body. I'm a mom. (laughs) Okay. I serve you from a place of, um, paving a new way. Um, I'm highly motivated by what's not there for postpartum moms in the medical system and I am motivated because I'm private. I don't go through insurance. And so it's like the world is my oyster. I can tailor your help without any limits. I don't answer to a system. I literally get to create my help specifically from what I see, what I hear, what I've lived and my training as a certif- certified from the most highly sought after um, life coach school certification. The life coach school I went to and certified through has PhD people stepping out of their careers as a therapist with multiple degrees and getting this certification because it works that well. I'm not kidding you guys. I could give you a handful of names from my community of certified life coaches through the life coach school with Brooke Castillo, the, the co-founder and um, curriculum creator. And it's insane. It's like people Want this. There are therapists who are not satisfied with just what their background teaches them. They want the model, they want these tools that I have. I'm so honored and grateful that I was able to find this life coach school at the time that I did and be out in the world combining the curriculum that I went through with my particular work. So, again, my tools are like at a lay person level. And I love that they meet you where you are. And I'm like this nice person, right? I'm not like a white jacket in an office who sees all these patients per day. Like I specifically bring my practice and make my coaching practice in a way that enables me to serve you and meet you where you are. So beyond brain chemicals, number one, number two is I am like of the people. All right. Number three I have this amazing gift. I'm just going to be honest and call it a gift. Like there is just inspiration that flows through me and I'm creating new ways to help people all of the time. It's a really exciting time in my business. I'm very in tune with spiritual things. I, I don't say this to like toot my own horn, but I just want you guys to know, I answer and talk to God daily. And that's not something that's gotten less as I've gotten bigger and more successful and made more money and had more clients. In fact, it's the opposite. The more responsibility I take on and the more people I'm serving, the more inspiration I feel like I'm receiving. And the more hungry I am to bring God into my business. So number three is that I, I am spiritual and I bring my own spiritual capacity into each moment that I'm helping my clients. That doesn't mean that you have to be spiritual to work with me. Okay. On the contrary, I do have some clients that are still figuring out what they believe or that really decline to believe. I also have a lot of clients from my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. I have a lot of Catholic and Christian clients, but I don't discriminate at all in that way. And I want you to know that I welcome all. But yeah, this is a gift for me is that whether you want to call it God, the universe, you know, illumination, I have so much of it. And when I'm listening to you, whether it's in between our weekly session or whether it's in our weekly session where we're live together in real time, I have this flow and this ability to listen to your concerns and to give metaphors. Like you could just ask my clients, they will giggle and tell you, I come up with amazing metaphors. Sometimes they're a little bit silly, but it's perfect because it takes you away from your pain in the moment and takes your brain to like this familiar place. For example, when we're talking about pain in the body or emotional pain, I'll talk a lot about natural child, childbirth and labor. And my clients love that one. And it's, it's such a cool thing to hear all the different metaphors that have come up for different clients specifically. So I'm coming up with new stuff all of the time. And I love that just spiritual aspect to me. The next part of my legacy that I feel like you know, in 30 years from now, or even 10 years or even five years from now, as my career grows and my business grows and I, my presence grows in the postpartum mental health, maternal mental health field. I want to be known for explaining depression in a bold, daring yet so simple way. I remember when I first came into this field, there were people that would tell me, you can't just say that it's so simple like that. You can't just say that it's your thoughts the talk that I hear around postpartum depression is they want to defend and protect those who are depressed and they don't want to place any responsibility on anyone. Now there's a difference between blame and responsibility, right? I think the fear here is that if we tell ourselves, Oh, my thoughts are creating this feeling, then we're going to be hard on ourselves. It's like, what if your thoughts are creating your depressiveness and it's not a problem. You just got a little bit Oh, it just was outside of your control. Even, even if you are doing it to yourself, that doesn't mean that you're doing it on purpose. So it's this whole argument that your subconscious and your higher brain, sometimes we don't know how to use them. Sometimes we don't know how to manage them. And so depression can happen to the best of us. Um, but I love the stance of taking some ownership because when we take ownership and we say, this is mine, then we actually can do something with it and do something about it. And again, that's not something you're going to hear out and about. Typically people are talking about postpartum depression, like protect the pain. You just got to wait it out. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. It's unfortunate. How can I help you? There's not a lot there. I think there's a lot of fear. A lot of people that don't want to really delve into it and break it apart and understand it. It's kind of just like, Oh, it's just brain chemicals. Oh, you know, it's just things got too hard or Oh, you just need to get more sleep. And while I do think that those things play a part, I really do, um, work with women who want to take responsibility and ownership of what's going on in their mind. And that's the best news ever, because then we have a way out all on our own without anybody else's um, help. As soon as we can understand how our thoughts and emotions are playing into our depressiveness. And this goes with postpartum anxiety as well. All right. So that was number four. Number five, the fifth aspect of my legacy as the postpartum coach is teaching women to own. Again, ownership is a big one here, but owning rest, loving rest, getting rid of this very American, like shoulda, woulda, coulda independent. I've got to get up and wipe the countertops down. Even though I had my baby like a few days ago, it's like, and again, no judgments you guys, but it's like owning and loving rest and replenishment understanding it. I explained to my postpartum clients that our energy at any time, but especially postpartum, it's helpful to think of our energy as a budget. Okay. So let's say that, um, let's, again, this is a metaphor, right? So we have, let's say you get paid a hundred dollars a day and you can spend that $100, however you want to, you can spend it all by 12 o'clock noon You can spend it all gradually throughout the day, or you can just spend $10 of it and have $90 left at the end of the day. But energy is like a budget, it's in limited supply. And so when we look at postpartum, a lot of times we're spending our energy as if we were given a hundred dollars, metaphorically speaking, right? But postpartum, we only have about maybe $60, right? Our energy and maybe even $20, depending on how postpartum you are, how birth and delivery went, how nursing is going, how much sleep you're getting. So our energy levels are not what we're used to. And so I want to help women take back postpartum by educating them on their energy levels, educating them on how to delegate responsibility in their household, educating them about what guilt is and why we feel it and not letting guilt be the dictator of our use of our energy postpartum. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah soft made with 10 It's so breathable For the benefit of ourselves and our family long term. So that postpartum isn't something that just becomes this entrapment, but it's this golden opportunity and we're being strategic about it. We're also finding a sense of community in resting and in appreciating our bodies and letting them recover and really not putting this pressure on ourselves to people please, you know, to schedule a blessing date for our baby where all of our families gathering for church like sooner than we feel ready just truly relaxing into the relaxation postpartum and being okay with that all right piece of my legacy number 6 is helping educate women who are in therapy and seeking out talk therapy or have been referred by a friend like hey i saw a therapist and that was helpful when they go to therapy and first of all it's like 45 minutes from our house. Sometimes we have to pack up the kids. We have to find a babysitter. We got to make sure that our body is up for all of this. And then we got to drive home and then we got to pick up the kids or pay the babysitter, whatever, like all of that. That's part one. And then part two, maybe they're going to therapy and they're feeling supported. And so that helps. They're feeling like, oh, I have someone to talk to but this person may not necessarily have been through it, right? They, they like on a theoretical level, they understand it, or maybe they've had a couple other clients like this, but they haven't been through it. And if they have, maybe it wasn't really recently, right? A lot of therapists are like middle-aged. And so I want to help educate and get the word out that I am here as somebody who's been through it twice. And who, as somebody who leaves behind all I've cut all the fat, I've purposefully, like if I would have thought that therapy was the best way to help people postpartum as somebody who's been through it, I would have, I would have gone and become a therapist. I would have done that for you guys. I would have put in the time, the money, the years. The fact of the matter is when I used life coaching to heal from postpartum depression, I realized there's a lot of extra stuff that's taught to therapists that isn't relevant to a postpartum mom with postpartum anxiety. So I want to get the word out that Therapy might not always be the best fit. If it's working for you, great. But about eight times out of 10, unless you've had a very traumatic childhood, you've had a very traumatic labor and birth experience, unless that's you, uh, then I would recommend coaching. And the way that I help people really get clear on this is just booking a consult with me. This is why I offer 60 minute consults. If you have some questions and you're like, wait a second, I've never really heard of coaching, but it sounds awesome. But I also just have been told therapy, 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 or antidepressants, antidepressants. <laughs> um, that's what the consult is for is for you to bring me what you are feeling and me to tell you how I would help you and both of us to decide if this is a good fit. So the free consults are just at lizylangston.com forward slash consult. And, um, you can go there. It's also going to be in the outro of this podcast. So don't worry about that. But yeah, again, just like the brain chemicals thing is a little bit outdated. I'm not saying therapy is outdated, but I'm saying the whole notion that like, Oh, you just need talk therapy. Like people are not up to speed on coaching and what it offers. And so I want, as my presence grows, I want coaching to be equivalent not the same as, but just as talked about in reference to solutions for your struggles, postpartum as therapy and antidepressants. That is like one of my biggest goals because therapy and antidepressants, there's a lot that's not served with between those two things that coaching brings in full force and in abundance to the table of postpartum help and solutions. All right. Legacy number seven, when it comes to helping women with postpartum anxiety, I kind of have some magic tricks up my sleeve, <laughs> just having been through it and really having walked the path from the inside out, getting to know anxiety, and then getting certified and having actual tools, and then all of my spiritual plugins, I just feel like these these ideas that come, I'm constantly helping women get into their body postpartum. We kind of go out of our body. There's a lot of pain and discomfort. There's a lot that's new there. And so I'm helping women, one woman, one client at a time, really reclaim their body as a place that they feel in control and empowered in. Um, a lot of times when we're in survival mode, after having that baby sex, isn't appealing. Our libido is changed up and we're just struggling to feel normal. And so the body becomes a place that we gradually want to get out of and we get stuck in our heads, which helps, which makes our sex drive even more hard to find and which makes the anxiety. And our body to feel more and more out of control. So I have this gift and this ability and these tools to help women come into their body, whether it's through a meditation, whether we do a body scan, whether I just talk with them in real time and guide them through the emotion that's coming up and help redirect them from their brain back into their body. And maybe if you're not familiar with any of this, this might, you're, you might be like, what does she mean? Like going into your body. Um, and so you can see bonus episode, I think it was episode number 49, or no, 48, it's episode 48, the bonus episode with the George Floyd, um, and every politics and everything's happening in his passing and the tragedy that that was, um, I walk you through a body scan. And so if you want to have a taste of what I mean by going into your body, check out episode 48 and listen to that first half of the episode where I walk you through that. Okay. Last two here, number eight and number nine, um, are kind of once I've helped you through the worst parts of what you're going through, the most urgent parts. Once I've really helped you even out your energy, even out your anxiety, even out your depressiveness and be somewhat stable and feeling a lot more normal again. I love helping women go to the next chapter. So taking the empowerment that I teach and the first one of these. So number eight with my, my legacy is really just renovating your motherhood. Okay. So this is something I did post mental health crisis of 2018, right? So once I found coaching, I legit renovated my motherhood y'all. And what I mean by this is that I started to look around the manual and the expectations that I had for myself as a mom. And I started to question them and I realized I'd been living in a box, a box that not my religion, not my my mom or, or my family or in my culture, I had put this box of motherhood should be's and a good mom does this. I had so many of those that I was suffocating inside my motherhood. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't be myself. I thought I had to be this, this fluffy, big, perfect definition of a mother and parenting. I had all these shoulds for myself and I again, I couldn't breathe in that box. And so I just started to like cut it away and staying intact with my faith and staying intact with my family and staying intact with culture in general. I was able to make my motherhood fit more like a glove and less like a box around me where I had limited air supply. (laughs) And so, um, the legacy piece here is just teaching women that being a mother is just being you. And how could that be true? What if being you was enough? What if we weren't always trying to be this version of motherhood that we've been taught? What if we just were us who we love our babies fiercely? We're a human. We're trying. What if that's all that they need? What if motherhood can look a thousand different ways and just really opening ourselves up to that and shaking off all of these restricting shoulds and a good mom does this, you know, that stuff in our head as moms. And then I'm so honored to share as well, legacy number 10. So in a few years from now, as my presence just explodes and I'm coaching at a bigger scale, more and more women and more of a, probably a group setting. Eventually I love taking moms from part one is just getting healthy and mentally well, part two, renovating your motherhood. And then part three is your impact in the world. And this is what I'm seeing. A few of my clients who have been with me for longer are having the beautiful opportunity to work with me on what's next. How do they want to redefine things? And I noticed that this really starts in the way we have a voice in our marriage, specifically when it comes to money, right? Part of our work in the world, once we're mentally well, and once postpartum, isn't a big problem for us anymore. And we find this new power within ourselves through the way that I guide you through postpartum. Part of what happens next is we start to want to do something impactful. Some, a lot of times outside of the home. And so women are going to want to invest in themselves and we can't Take things to that level until we make sure we develop a voice in our marriage and specifically with money and finances, right? Because you will need money to do some new things and to educate yourself and to be this person you want to be. And so I love helping women work on having a voice. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily involve money, but a lot of times it does. I find that conservative women, whether, you know, just in conservative religious backgrounds that are married to men with that same background there's a lot of um misunderstanding in how we need to go about providing and nurturing and the equal roles a lot of women don't think money is theirs they think it's their husbands if he works and she doesn't right a lot of women feel bad asking to buy things they watch their husbands spend things for themselves. And then they don't. And this isn't like, if you're one of my clients and you're hearing me talk about this, I want you to know it's not just you. Like there are many of us. And this was me too. I felt like I needed to ask permission and answer. And I'm by all means, guys, I'm not saying we don't talk to our husbands, but the legacy that I want is to, um, help women situate themselves in their marriage so that they have a voice and a platform, um, with starting in their family life to then build a bigger platform in the world and beyond. So that's it, you guys. Those are the 10 ways that I see my legacy blossoming and booming as the postpartum coach. Here's to 50 more episodes, and we'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way let's chat on the phone, set up a time by going to lizzie forward slash consult. It's pretty simple. And I will be calling you soon.